Lift up your two hands to heaven, everyone. And give God thanks. Take all the praise, Jesus. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Twelve spies were sent to spy the promised land. Only two were partakers of the blessings of that land. Lord, and grace me to be a bona fide partaker of this revival season. I don't want to be an onlooker. And grace me to be a full-scale partaker of this ongoing revival season. Go ahead and pray. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying. Amen. Without any doubt, a revival is a season of blessings upon God's people. 
when one soul is revived, it impacts on all other areas of his life. Revive thy work, O God, in the midst of the year, make known thy power. And let your power level out all everlasting mountains before me. And clear of all perpetual hills. That talks about breakthroughs. So every age-long siege over people's life are overturned in a revival. So this revival will overturn every form of siege hanging over anyone's life. He manifests his power in the lives of his people in a revival. May God's power find full-scale manifestation in the life of every one of us in this season. And he changes the story of his people supernaturally. Say, so we'll make our feet like high feet and make us to ride upon our high places. Now, so it's a launching power for the rise of giants. May this season cause the giant in each one of us to come alive. May this season cause the giant in you to come alive. Your place, another man will not take. Your crown, another man will not take. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a big hand of praise and please be seated. Remember today is our covenant day of restoration. And my God will restore whatever any one of us may have lost. It will restore the joy of many. It will restore the peace in the life of many. Amen. It will restore your lost years. Amen. My God will restore your lost years. Amen. He will restore your health. Amen. God. My God, who is also your God. Our Father. He will restore all that pertains to you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's be conscious of the time that we are in. And that's the only way to make the most of it. Let's be so conscious of it. That it, will, it, should, that it should be allowed to direct our steps. So as to make the most of this season. Jesus wept over Jerusalem because they knew not the time of their visitation. So they were just having the same way, the same approach, and so the season passed. And while others step into their realm of celebrations, they are suffering devastations and frustrations. That will not be you. So grace to remain sensitive to God's timings. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. A revival is a move of the Spirit of God among God's people, which is ordained to restore their color and their beauty. This move will restore your color 
and restore your beauty. But it takes repentance to become a partaker of the Holy Ghost. It takes repentance. Men and brethren, what shall we do? Repent. Be baptized for one of you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So repentance is fundamental to flowing in a revival and enjoying the blessings and the benefits that accrue to God's people. Turn you at my reproof, and I will pour my spirit upon you. I will pour out my spirit unto you, and I will make known my words unto you. Proverbs 1.23 So it takes a turning to be entitled to partake of the blessings of a revival. Turning away from whatever thing displeases God in our lives. And it's never late to be right. It's never late to be right. As long as there is breath in our nostrils, we can make a turn at any point in our lives. I don't want to just go through the activities of a revival. I want to be a partaker. I don't want to be a, just a part of the movement, but a partaker of the movement. A number of us have seen quite a few seasons of revival in our lives and we saw a lot of people that were a part of it but were not partakers of it. They were having the fun of their life and the course of it but they were not partakers of the blessings of that revival. There were some that were even communicating in tongues then but are no longer in the race today. So it's important for us to take responsibility. What does it take to be a bona fide partaker of a move of the Spirit? Fundamentally, re repentance, 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 repentance. No one can become a partaker of the Holy Ghost or the move of the Spirit without repentance. Repentance is key. Repentance is vital. Even the big Peter, he turned and wept bitterly. He repented to regain his place. He had to repent to regain his position. Judas had a, a, an opportunity. You are the man. Yet he went ahead. He crossed the red mark. He went on a journey of no return. He crossed the red mark. He just crossed the red mark and that was it. It's never your turn until you turn. It, it, it refuse to be an onlooker, sir. Be a partaker of it. It's never your turn until you turn. Luke chapter 5, verse 37 and 38. No one puts new wine into old bottles. Or the wine will spill and the, boss, the, the bottles will waste. But new wine must be put into new bottles then both are preserved. God wants you preserved so he can put new wine inside you without a renewed life. In Ezekiel 21, I mean, chapter 18, 21 to 25, 
He said, when a righteous man turns from his righteous, from a wicked man turns from his wickedness and begins to do that which is right, God will forget the wickedness of his past. And in the righteousness in which he met him, in that will he justify him. But when a righteous man turns away from righteousness and goes into iniquity, God will forget the righteousness that he has done before. That's the way God works. He never holds your past against you except to remain there. Except you remain there. When you turn, it's your turn for a turnaround. When you turn, it's your turn for a turnaround. Whenever you turn, it's your turn for a turnaround. The move of God cannot accommodate junks. Cannot. And I said, I just told half lie, not full lie, half. You own the land. Yes, we own the land. You sold the land. Yes, we sold the land. How much do you sell it? The half of the money. Their own land. I said, you didn't have to give it. It was your own before. Why? What's the problem? And they were slain. That's to tell you how every move of God demands consecration. Demands genuine consecration so you don't become a victim but a beneficiary of it. Now, in 2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 3, they were bringing the ark of God because the movement of the ark is a revival. And they built a new cart. They wanted to put the ark of God on a new technology. Don't work. So it will not work. It will not work. It will not work. Television shows, it won't work. It's a show. It won't work. People were preaching without heaters. Under the tent in winter, most were gathering. It won't work. No new technology can drive a revival, sir. No new technology can drive a revival, sir. We have a lot of uh, technology today. They won't drive a revival. It drove the church's bunker in South Africa. I mean, South Korea, where they were having. An average of a thousand churches shut down every year. Technology killed the move of the spirit. Killed it. Killed it, sir. What's it? People are in church, they are browsing. They are browsing. Some kind of be on pornography, sir. Inside church. Inside church. The thing is taking the Bible away from people and leaving them with tablets so they can tabulate to anywhere. <laughs> I mean, that, that's what we found ourselves. No new cart will ever drive a revival. The axe stumbled. No, I don't drive on a new cart. I drive on human shoulders. Human shoulders. And they have to concentrate themselves, sir. They have to concentrate themselves to be at the axe. So you can't be a partaker. I can't be a partaker of a revival without consecrating ourselves unto God. And wherever the ark rests, blessing rests there. You can't carry the ark and be blessing dry. It provokes the release of enviable talk of the town order of blessings. That's where you are entering into. And God killed Uzzah. For touching the ark. How dare you? New technology. And he was slain. And David said, look. <laughs> because we sought him not after the due order. So he made a bridge upon us. 
Now, no one ought to bear this ark except the sons of Aaron, the Levites. So come up, consecrate yourself, and let's bear the mark, the ark. So they bought the ark on their shoulders. This revival rides on the shoulders of men. If, it's, if you are not carrying it, you are not there. If you are not carrying it on the altar of prayer, you are not there. You are not carrying it in witness, I mean, reaching out to the Lord, you are not there. You are only present. You are not a partaker. That's what it takes. But please know, the foundation of God for partaking of any of his blessings is that we turn away from iniquity. But the foundation of God is sure, having this seed, the Lord knows anyone that is, and let everyone that named the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. 2 Timothy 2 and verse 19. Now, Isaiah 52 verse 11. He said, Depart ye, depart ye, touch no unclean thing, ye that bear the vessels of the Lord. So there is need for repentance for anyone to be a bona fide partaker of the blessings that accrue to believers in a revival. Thank you, Jesus. My awesome God. Anybody can turn at any point if he so chooses. Anybody can. And God will forget the past as if it never existed. But you can't stay with the past and move with the new. You can't stay with the past and move with the new. Partakers of revival first experience the revival themselves. And then they become the partaker, partakers of the move of God in that season. My prayer is that the Spirit of God will revive our spirit, soul, and body. Amen. That the fear of God will become the new way of life of every believer. Amen. One of our daughters here packaged herself in one shilo, not to get offended, not to step on anybody's toe, not to mind anybody's uh, comment, and she returned with a set of toys. There is a packaging that makes you a partaker of the move of God. We must package ourselves properly. We must package ourselves properly. Peter has such tremendous experience, but he fell and returned and went bitterly. And God said, that's okay. That's okay. You are back on your feet. That's okay. Don't glide over it, sir. Anything and everything you know displeases God, disconnect. So you can connect with your God. This new cat movement won't work. Won't work. Anything you do, it's okay. I mean, God can love you any less. No, no. Who told you? His eyes are pure that will be holy. You can't lose your salvation. Who told you? Judas lost his own. He had his name written in the book of life. He said to be sitting upon one of the twelve thrones of God, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. You think he's sad down there? He lost it to hell straight. Hell, hell. He committed suicide. He crossed the red mark. 
You won't cross the red mark. Amen. This is so important. This is not about, it's not a church, uh, uh, you know, policy decision. It's the word. It's the word of God. It's the word of God. Don't think that every founder will go to heaven. Don't think so, sir. Don't think that every preacher of fire and brimstone will go to heaven. Many people preach what they think people should do. They don't think they should do it. God is no respecter of persons. God is no respecter of persons. That's why you have some heavy teachers and preachers of prosperity. They have a very clean calling, sir. But they won't do what they teach. So they end up as paupers. God is no respecter of persons. You don't repent, you cannot connect. You don't turn, it's not your turn. Anyone may miss it, but anyone can find his way back if he so chooses. Now, find your way back. That's the appeal this morning. Find your way back. Repentance is a prerequisite for partaking of any move of the Spirit. You will not miss your place. Amen. You will never miss your place. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Please let's understand that God is a God of times and seasons. And the midst of the year is ordained a revival season in God's agenda. Revive thy work, O God, in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, make known thy power. So God has a revival agenda for the midst of the year. And I'm the Lord, I train now, so it's there. So it's important for us to stay spiritually awake to maximize this divine agenda for our dramatic change of story. You heard the story of someone who lost his job 20 years. Is it 20 years? Unjustly dismissed. And Jesus stepped in. <laughs> and turned it around. By connecting with the move of the spirit. In the season. Paid all his salaries. All his entitlements. All his projected promotions. Everything at a time. Whatever years you may have lost, my God will restore it in this season. My God will restore it in this season. My God will restore it in this season. It's not about a big this and big that. A move of the Spirit covers all age groups. I will part my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons, your daughters, your old men, your maid servants. Everything. All. Joel chapter 2 and verse 28 and 29. And in Acts chapter 2 verse 14 to 20, we saw Peter referring to that. Upon all flesh. So they were in the upper room. The Holy Ghost landed upon each and every one of them. 120. Then the eruption. In the house of Cornelius, all his kinsmen, his nephew, his niece, all of that, were gathered together. The Holy Ghost fell on all of them. Acts 10, 44, 
I mean, and Acts 2, and verse 20, um, Acts 10, 20, 24, and then 44. So it's for all flesh. You will see your children manifesting the glory of God in dimensions never imagined. Amen. Somebody believe that? Let me hear your loudest. Amen. Something's breaking through in your life. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. How do we know that we are in a revival? Now, a revival is said to occur, number one, when praying kingdom advancement prayer becomes a delight. That is, you are not under pressure. You have just found the treasure in it. Pray, kingdom, advancement prayer becomes a delight. In Matthew chapter 6, when you pray, say, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Now, verse 6 of it said, When thou prayest, get into thy closet, shut thy door, God who sees your labor in secret will reward you openly. Now, reward connotes returns on service. Returns on service. When you pray personal request prayer, he answers you. When you pray kingdom and prayer, he rewards you. He rewards you. He rewards you. A revival is said to occur when praying kingdom advancement prayer becomes a delight of your soul. A delight of your soul. Praise God. Now, number two. When one is consumed with undying passion to see souls saved, then we know it's in a revival. You want to see souls saved, the one who saved your soul. You want him to save the souls of others around you. You are in a revival. Are you saved? Have you found joy and peace in redemption? Then share the good news with others. It's all for free. It's all for free. You got it for free. You never paid for it. So we are not in a revival if we are not in kingdom advancement prayer army. We are not in a revival if we are not in the passionate pursuit of souls army. So these are all biblical proofs of people that are in a revival. Not give me, give me, give me again, 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 give me. You gave me bread, now give me butter. You gave me butter, give me egg. You gave me egg, give me soup. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Praise God. Number three, I mean, John chapter 15, verse 16, he said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should abide. And he's talking to what? Every branch. He's talking to every believer. John 15, you start from verse 1, down the line. He's talking to every branch. He's talking to every believer. Every branch in me that bears fruit, I will keep feed, so you can keep bearing more fruit. Everyone that bears no fruit, I will cut away. Amen. In this is your father glorified that you bring forth much fruit. Verse 8. Now it's talking about every believer. Every believer. I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit. You take delight in sharing Jesus with utmost conviction. Man, Jesus loves you. Amen. And you, you're doing that as a man and a woman on a mission. You're not doing that to. You, know, you don't need any title for it. You don't need no title for it. Just, you, you, 
you are not in a revival if you don't have a passion for souls. You are not in there. You are not there, sir. Passion to see souls saved, to see them established in the faith. To have you walk up to your zone and say, well, how many people are going to church this week that are new members? I want to pay for them. There is always a drive within you to be part of heaven's agenda. Can I hear your amen? amen. Something is breaking forth in your life. These are all evidences of one in a revival in scriptures. I, I, I mean, you must know there are many, many valleys of dry bones that are called churches today on this earth. And plenty of them in Nigeria too. They don't know anything is going on, sir. They don't know anything is going on. Debates, questions. Bitterness, avarice. That, that's not life. Your soul is changing. Amen. Your soul is changing. Amen. No matter what the devil does, God's package for you in this season shall not be lost. Amen. I cause every distraction on your part. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. One of those days when I was on vacation and my old man said, Hey, what are you doing this vacation? I said, I'm going preaching. Eh? What? I said, I'm going preaching. Preaching? That's what you will eat. You were all eating it before he died. Amen. That, no damn time. Every little moment available in my life was invested in pursuit after souls with utmost delight. I was not a pastor. I wasn't going to ministry. But man, he saved my soul. I know the difference. Let me share with others. Awesome God. You won't miss your steps. So if after all these prophetic heavy weight releases, you still sit down there watching. And, you know, Papa is very, wait, I don't know. He's just very zealous. Zealous. I hope it's not going off. Good news for you. I'm not going off. I'm right on. I'm walking with Jesus per second per second. Man, he's talking to me every day. I'm having a great time with God. And it's working. It's working. You'll find a small boy who has never begged. 76 to date. Who has never borrowed? 76 to date. You better find out what he does. Praise God. And I've been saying this publicly for long. If anybody knew I borrowed from him, you should say it. And this thing is not only Nigeria, it goes out. So in case I borrow from outside, they would know. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God wants to decorate your life. Amen. Allow him to. Amen. Can I hear your amen? amen? Now, let me tell you what happens. He said, in the mouth of people is the king's honor. Proverbs 14, 28. And he that honors me, I will honor. So, God is committed to honoring those who honor him by bringing people to his kingdom. Can I hear your amen? amen. Now, he that winner source is wise. And what happens? The wise shall inherit glory. Proverbs 11.30 and Proverbs 3.35. 
the wise shall inherit glory. So when you are involved, God will not allow shame yes. and reproach yes. around your life. Amen. So it's all about you. Not about anybody else. It's all about you and not about anybody else. You won't miss your steps. Amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. amen. You heard that testimony? That man met me under the bridge. He said, where? Under the bridge? This papa said, what does he do under the bridge? Now, a man came out of that dungeon after 25 years of never being in church and led his family here. They all got saved and then they established in the faith. Now, what greater joy can I have? I will go not only under the bridge, over the bridge. Amen. <laughs> Anywhere. To see somebody jump out of the dungeon of hell and make it straight to heaven. Passion. You don't suffer shame and reproach doing that. If you will stay on, mockery will be at the beginning, but glory must be at the end. Yeah. Mockery will be, not maybe, at the beginning, but glory is sure at the end. Yeah. Your later days will be greater than your beginning. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. That's the way it works. Are you in the revival? Then prove it by your tireless engagement in praying kingdom advancement prayers. Are you in the revival? Prove it by your passionate pursuit after souls. Everybody has a place in it. Are you in the revival? Be involved in investing and in bringing people to church as you are able. Can I hear your amen? amen? In helping the needy among the brethren and around where you live, you are in a revival when others matter to you. When the state of others matter to you, then you are in a revival. There was a man they called the rich fool. I, I, me, I. There was even no sign that he got married. No reference to family. I will say to my soul, my soul rest. Yes, I got enough. Now, God says enough. You have stayed here enough. Also, come over. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Your case will not be like that. Amen. Your case will not be like that. Amen. You can tell, therefore, whether you are in a revival or not. You can tell whether you are in a revival or not. Whether you are just a part of the movement and not a partaker, you can tell. You can tell. It's not about title. It's not about position. It's not about anything. It's about you and the quality of your work with God. How do we know when we're in a revival? When praying for the needs of others to be met becomes our new way of life. You don't laugh people to scorn when they are challenged. You get involved in interceding for their rescue. Then you're in a revival. Then you're in a revival. You have a list of eight people that you are pursuing after and targeting for salvation. You are in a revival praying over them that the Lord will open their eyes to see the free gift of God in Christ and respond and step out of darkness to the kingdom of light and turn their trials to testimonies. You are interceding. You are praying. Somebody has lost his job and you know about it. You'd stand in the place of prayer praying for God to restore whatever has been stolen from him 
praying for God to intervene in his affairs and not leave the family stranded. You are interceding. Others matter to you in a revival. Others matter to you in a revival, otherwise you are not in it. Remember? Whatever good thing any man does, the same you shall receive from the Lord. When you pray for the rescue of others, you have committed God to your rescue. So in the name of Jesus, you will not miss your place in this season. Yeah. Let me hear your loudest, amen. Yeah. Let me hear your loudest, amen. Yeah. Quickly, finally, what's in the revival for us? Every revival is ordained to advance the church of Christ. One capital proof of a revival is the advancement of the church of Christ. The advancement of the church of Christ. Both numerically and in expansion. The advancement of the church of Christ. When revival hit in the upper room, we saw it. First day, 3,000 people were added to the church. <laughs> Second record, 5,000 people were added to the church. Third record, multitudes of men and women were added to the church. Fourth record, the number of disciples multiplied supernaturally, greatly. Now, fifth record, almost the whole city gathered together to hear the word of God. So every revival has its authentic proof in the advancement, the expansion, and the enlargement of the kingdom of God. Amen. So our revival broke out here and see how the number jumped up numerically. See how expansion erupted. And then 5,082 churches in one year by the hand of God. Then 10,404 in another year, the hand of God. Hallelujah. Yesterday, over 23,000 people were ordained across Nigeria. Amen. Amen. And 7,700 across the other nations of the world. Same time, brokers from Abuja. Expansion. 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 Now we have had, by the hand of God, 12,320 or something. 320 new home sales planted this year. Expansion. 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 Providing a spiritual succor to people so they will not be stranded. Expansion. These are all capital proofs of a revival. Amen. If the church is not growing and expanding, there is no revival. There is no revival. Why? People are praying, and every praying church is a growing church. Yes, sir. And every growing church will remain a growing church as long as it remains a praying church. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. You can't feed the house of God without going out. Go out till my house is filled. Go, bring them till my house is filled. So we go and bring. Prayer we harvest, we will go and bring. Can I hear your amen? amen. So it's a combination. And Now listen. In the growth of the church lies the glory of the saints. Every time God moves in to steer growth in the church, it does not only increase the number of people, it increases them in their status. And we multiply them, they shall not be few. Number, expansion. I will also glorify them, they shall not be small. They will not be mediocres. I will distinguish them. I will cause them to, the giants in them to rise. I will say those. And their nobles were among them. He turned individuals to nobles. He turned ordinary people to captains. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 19, and um, verse 21. So, because they engaged their heart to seek unto God. So he made nobles out of ordinary people. 
and captains out of people that have no identity. That's what he does. You need to know where he found some of us. I don't know where he found me, but I know where he found me. I know where he found me. I know, and I can't, I can't pretend. I know where he found me. There is no effort under heaven that can make me taste what I'm tasting now but grace. But grace, sir. But grace. But grace. That's what he does in the revival. You will not miss your place. Amen. What's in the revival for us? The advancement, enlargement, expansion of the church, and then the restoration of glory of the saints. You won't see shame anymore. Amen. You will not see shame anymore. In a revival, the life of every engaging believer is transformed in very strange manners. For your shame, you shall have double. That's dramatic turnaround. For every shame anyone may have suffered in the past, God will restore double glory. Yeah. Isaiah 61 and verse 7. From verse 1, we saw the move of the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Jesus was speaking. In verse 2, we saw the later rain. And then verse 4, we saw them turn into repairers of the bridge. Restorers for pastor walking. We just saw amazing turnaround coming their way. And he said, now, for your shame of the past, you shall have double. Now watch. This revival will lead to the rise of an army of great employers of labor. Yeah. There are people under the sound of my voice today that in your lifetime, not a too long distant a time from now, you'll be counting 50,000 people yeah. working in your establishment. Yeah. Somebody here will soon count 100,000. Many here will be turned to breadwinners of nations. Yeah. As we engage our heart in advancing the kingdom, it keeps advancing our life along. You'll never be left behind. Yeah. Let me hear your loudest amen. Yeah. In closing, signs and wonders are accompanying every engaging believer in a revival. Science and wonders accompany them naturally. They are not looking for it. Go to the world and preach the gospel, and this sign shall follow them that believe. They shall be in command of signs as they are on the go in advancing the kingdom of God. It causes signs and wonders to answer to the authority. Answer to it gave them power and authority over all devils. So they are in command. They are in command. When you're on the go for Jesus, either on the prayer altar, in seeking after souls on the streets, man, and in reaching out to them to see them establishing the faith, you are put in command of signs naturally. In command. You are not struggling with it. You are just in command of it. You are just in command of it. That's God's ordination. That's God's agenda. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
And they went forth and preached everywhere. God also walking with them, confirming their world with signs and wonders following. <laughs> he follows. Signs and wonders follow them. They don't follow signs. Signs and wonders follow those who are following God. That's how God will level out your mountains. And clear off your perpetual hills. And turn to a sign and a wonder among men. You believe that? Let me hear your loudest. Amen. Very quickly this morning, it's our covenant day of restoration. And our God is a restorer. And he carries out his restoration agenda in a revival, among others. Now, in Joel chapter 2, verse 23 to 27, I've given you the former rain moderately, but I've caused to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the later rain in the first month. And um, the floor shall be full of wheat, and the fire shall overflow with new wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten. I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten. <laughs> and now verse 26. And my people, and you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. Revive our season a season of blessings. And praise the name of the Lord that has done wondrously with you, so he does wondrously with us in a revival. And my people shall never be ashamed. Now verse 27. And you shall know that I'm in the midst of Israel. That's a revival. A celebration of divine, you know, divine visitation. I'm in the midst of Israel, and I'm the Lord your God, and none else, and my people shall never be ashamed. God is restoring your glory. Yeah. Your days of shame and reproach are finally over. Yeah. Your days of stagnation and frustration are finally over. Yeah. My God is restoring your glory in grand style. Yeah. My God is restoring your glory in grand style. Now, that is what obtains, among others, in a revival. The restoration of lost years. The restoration of your glory. So that you never see shame again. Now, whatever God terminates in your life today, will never hear his ugly head anymore. visitation which is also called a revival is always validated by the restoration of glory in the lives of all faithfully engaging believers. Somebody here had a problem in their, family, in, in, in their marriage and they were separated for nine years. Every effort to put them together was in vain. Now in the midst of this wonder double revival, she got herself thrown out to God. After the communion service that morning, she got out and called the husband. Hello, can you come and pick me? I'm in church. He said, yes, I'm coming. And that was the end of the nine-year siege. Amen. Those are what we call perpetual hills. Everlasting mountains. That just won't move. Father will talk, mother will talk, it won't move. Friends will talk, it won't move. Siblings will talk, it won't move. Jesus uprooted it. 
that's whatever is posting an insurmountable mountain before you today, you won't find it after this service. You will not find it after this service. You shall not find it after this service. In Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 17, the word said, the Lord that God in the midst of thee, a reviver, is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with singing. He will, uh, he will rejoice over you with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over you with singing. Now verse 19, and at that time I will undo all that afflict you. So in a revival, God judges your adversaries. And I will save her that hearted and gather her that was driven out. So every broken home, every challenged family shall be restored to peace and order today. And watch. And I will get them praise and fame in every land where they have been put to shame. Your mockers will soon go into hiding. Many will be humble by the hand of God upon your life. They will join to celebrate your rise. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now verse 20. Repeating the same thing. He said, at that time will I bring you again, even in the time that I gather you, for I will make you a name and a praise among all people of the earth. When I turn back your captivity before your eyes, say the Lord. So many global stars are rising here. Among all the people of the earth. God is not a joker. He means what he says and he says what he means. God is not a joker. He means what he says and he says what he means. Many global stars will rise from this platform. You are one of them. Let me hear your loudest amen. Many global stars will rise from this revival platform. In the name of Jesus. Whatever belongs to you in Christ that is missing, you'll get it back now. Whatever has been robbed you in transit, you will get them back today. In the name of Jesus. My God will restore health to you. For I will restore health unto you and heal thee of all thy wounds. That's God speaking. I will restore health unto you. Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 17 and heal thee of all thy wounds. Because they have turned you to a mockery among men, I will decorate you with total health. So, any minus in your health is cleared off today. Every form of threat to your life on health ground is terminated finally today. Every negative medical verdict concerning anyone here is reverted today. 
You believe that's who God is talking to? Let me hear your loudest amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. You know, Jesus said, The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. But I'm come that you may have life and have it more abundant. So is our restoration prophet. Is our restoration savior. My God, I have come to give you back whatever the enemy has stolen. And give you back in his perfect form. That's God speaking. So today is your own day of supernatural restoration. I met a woman at Kuru in Jaws, 1983, and the husband and, the, and his wife were crying. What's the matter? The woman had no uterus. They have gone around some nations. They have done all the checks. She has no sack where to carry a baby, so there is no baby in view. And I said, John 10, 10, God knows that uh, there is a thief in the world, so... And he's the sole manufacturer of man, so he must maintain his pure pastor to service whatever part is missing in his product. I said, do you believe? The thief cometh not before to steal, to kill, and destroy, but I've come to replace and restore what the thief has stolen and restore them in his perfect form. I saw faith in their face and I laid hands on them. Nine months after, she gave birth to a child. So whatever is missing in your life today that's tormenting your mind and your health, I command supernatural restoration. They have told you you will be on that draw for life. Today, God wipes off that everlasting mountain. They have said you can never have a baby. That verdict is reverted today. They have looked at you and your family and feel nothing who can come out of your life. But today, God has restored your glory. So shall it be. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So shall it be. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. To enjoy God's restoration agenda, one, one must be born again. Whosoever has the Son of God has life. Whosoever has not the Son of God has not life. First John 5.12 Except a man is born again, he cannot see or partake of the blessings of the kingdom of God. John 3, 3-5 so one must be born again to become a partaker of God's restoration agenda for his own children. Now, number two, we must receive and believe God's word concerning our restoration. The word you don't believe and receive, uh, receive and believe, you are not empowered to manifest. You must believe that God is a restorer, a restorer of years that locusts has eaten. You can't come on the caterpillar. You must receive and believe the word of restoration. That your father is a restorer of that which is lost. John 1 and verse 12. In Job chapter 14 verse 7 to 9, the word says, There is hope for a tree, which we call them, and if that it will sprout again, 
that the tender branch thereof will not cease. Believe that the tree is only called down, the root is still there. Though the root wax old in the earth, and the stalk thereof die in the ground, yet through the scent of water it will burn and bring forth boughs like a plant. So it doesn't matter what state you are in now, stay connected to your root. Jesus, the root of Jesus, stay connected to Jesus. You know, the man Job, stay connected. He said, even though he slay me, I will yet trust him. The wife said, curse God and die. He said, why are you speaking one of those foolish women? Whatever it does won't change my stand. I'm staying hooked to God. And see how God is taught him. Amen. Stay hooked to God. There is hope for a tree if you be called down. You are bouncing back again. Yeah. The brothers of Joseph thought it was over. We have sold that stupid boy who is always dreaming. He's the king of the house. Yeah, yeah, king. They sold them. They thought the thing was over. The root works old in the ground. They say, yes, it's gone forever. Gone forever. They ask the father, please don't cry again. At least we are all here. That one is already dead. He became their Sokora. He became their breadwinner. Now, look, look at me. He was sold into slavery at 17. He, I mean, uh, uh, he stayed there for, I don't know how long. I don't know how long he stayed in the prison. But between that time and 30 years, that's only 13 years. Only 13 years. God in his thorough of years that are lost, Hallelujah. stepped in. And he ascended the throne of Egypt. The strongest nation that time. My God. Without any credential, but a heart for God. Without any credential, but a heart for God. And remain an influence in Egypt for 80 years. How many years? 80 years. 80 years. He suffered 30 years. He reigned for 80 years. My friend, no matter your status, God is changing your story. No matter where you are today, my God is changing your story. So it's not over with you. Don't let what they say threaten you. It's not over with you. No, it's not over with you. Don't let their opinions scatter your hope. Hold it fast to the end. It's never over with anyone engaging with God. Your story is changing. Your story is changing. Your story is changing. Let me close at this point. Job stayed hooked to God. He lost everything. Just his breath hanging on his body. And God, the restorer of lost years, came in. Job 42 and verse 10. He kept obeying God to the end. You can imagine God asking him to pray for his mockers. My God. He did. They go to him, you have not died yet. Oh my God. Your wickedness is punishing you now. They were tormenting him. The sickness pain is one. The torment of friends is another. Tormenting him. And God said, pray for them. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his mocker friends. <laughs> and God gave Job twice as much as he had before. Now, that resurrection story can be very humbling. Let's read it. 
Job 42 verse 10 and then uh, and the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friend and the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before and then verse 11 then came his friends and all of them we are back here we are sorry now verse 12 so the Lord blessed the later end of Job more than his beginning amen your mockers will see that in your life for now he had 14,000 sheep and 6,000 camels and a thousand yoke of oxen and a thousand she asses now he had also seven sons and three daughters now and he called the name of the first Jemima, the name of the second Kezia and the name of the third Karen Poch and in the, all the land there were no women found so fair as daughters of Job and their father gave them inheritance among their children, among the brethren. And after this, watch the restore of lost years. Job, I mean, lived Job 140 years and saw his sons and his sons' sons even four generations. Come on, you the Lord. Your lost years shall be gallantly restored. Lift up your right hand to heaven and give God thanks for your strange encounters today. For his resurrection agenda for your life. Thank God for connecting you with this move of the Spirit today. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Very quickly here, you want to surrender your life to Christ, you want to be born again and become a bona fide partaker of God's resurrection agenda, but much more importantly, have the free gift of eternal life, have your name written in the book of life and make heaven at the end of your glorious adventure on earth. Wherever you are, I'd like to pray with you this morning. It's the only way in there. Please stand to your feet. You want me to pray with you to be born again. Stand to your feet. You want to surrender your life to Christ today? Stand to your feet. God bless you. God bless you. Wherever you are, stand to your feet. God wants to bring an end to a life of struggles in someone's life today. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. And God bless you. God bless you. Somebody else is standing up. You want Jesus to forgive your sins and write your name in the book of life. Please stand to your feet. God bless you. Hallelujah. Remain standing, please. There are also people here today that need to return. God is so loving. The day you return is the day you are restored. I mean, the prodigal son messed up. He wished his father dead. The man didn't die. He said, give me my inheritance whether you die or not. He left. The father was waiting. He saw him and forgot all that he ever did. And welcomed him back in a big party. Somebody said today you want to return. Peter returned and God said it's over. You never denied me again. You never denied me. It's over. It's written up. Somebody wants to return back to his father today. 
your Father God in heaven, you want to rededicate your life to Jesus, wherever you are, stand to your feet and I'll pray with you at the same time. God bless you. God bless you. You want to return today to your heavenly Father and he will restore you in grand styles. Please stand to your feet and God bless you. Stand to your feet and God bless you. Amen. We can fake it with men. Nobody can fake it with God. He knows our dance sitting and our uprising. There's nowhere to hide from him. You want to reconnect to your Father in heaven today, stand to your feet and I pray. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. 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 You may not have another chance again. I don't know. But why don't you grab it right now? Grab it right now. You want to return so you can be restored. Stand to your feet. Now, everybody standing for either of the two calls today, bow your heads for prayers for now. You can feel, complete your form afterwards. And lift up your right hand to heaven and pray this prayer of faith after me from the depth of your heart. Say after me, Lord Jesus, forgive me all my sins. Wash me with your blood. I believe you died for me. On the third day, you rose again that I may be justified. Right now, I proclaim you as my Lord and my Savior. And I believe my sins are now forgiven. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Thank you, Jesus, for restoring me back to the faith. From this day onward, I will serve you all to the days of my life. So help me, Lord. Amen. Keep your hands up as I pray. Father, I pray over these special souls. Your grace has brought them in. Let the same grace preserve them. I cover each one here with the precious blood of Jesus. Remain covered till the day of his appearing. In Jesus' precious name. Congratulations. 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 Please complete those forms. Pass them to the church officials that are around with you. We'll be in touch with you. And we'll let you know which of the locations for the Believers Foundation class is nearest to where you live. It's only 6 to 7.30 p.m. And you go for only two Mondays. Then you go through our Believers Foundation class so you can live a triumphant Christian life. Don't miss that for anything. Jesus is Lord. Shall we all rise, please? Let the stewards take their positions right now. Amen. You serve a restorer God. You have a restorer savior. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of restoration. Therefore, today, your issue of restoration is finally settled. Amen. He will restore your health. Amen. He will restore your peace. Amen. He will restore your joy. Amen. He will restore your spiritual life. Amen. He will restore your career. He will restore your business. Amen. He will restore your children on the right path. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And so shall it be. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. And blessed be your name. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Well, the blood of Jesus is God's last card 
in every battle against the wicked one. Therefore, after the blood, Pharaoh could not hold back the people anymore. Go, go, go. Now, by the blood content of this communion, every force holding you bound on the same spot releases you unconditionally. Releases you unconditionally. Every hold the wicked one on any aspect of your life is declared broken off today. The blood is defined as our stronghold. When you turn to your stronghold, it renders you. So whatever you may have lost, receive it minimum double back. When a thief is caught, he pays back sevenfold. Now, I decree your sevenfold restoration. Many broken homes will be restored this week. Some runaway wife, runaway husband will return this week. Some will return after this service. We're closing the service and one of us got home and saw the car of the runaway husband with his luggage inside. And he said, I'm back home, I'm sorry. I'm back home, I'm sorry. That is, as the world was going forth in the service, God was walking his walk outside. Now, in the name of Jesus, whatever is breaking your heart, on your job, on your business, in your family, it is declared over today. Very interesting, God never holds our past against us if we refuse to remain in it. So everyone who has chosen to turn today, you will never, never be back to your vomit again. And so shall it be. Your years will be restored. Your years will be restored. Your years will be restored. Many waiting on the Lord will carry triplets. Those who can bear it will carry quadruplets. The Lord will put your enemies to shame. It will undo all that afflicts you. The end will come to that trauma in your life. Your business will flourish again. Your career will flourish again. So shall it be. Whatever could not rob Jesus of any virtue ends in your life today. This is declared the flesh and the blood of Jesus. As you partake of this, be empowered to live like him. Spirit, soul, and body. Your spirit man remains revived all the days of your life. In Jesus' name. Lift up those two hands. Call for your restoration in specific terms.
in Jesus' name. Please get seated and take your turn, please. With faith as one on a mission. This is for my restoration. It's the seal of the blood over my restoration in the name of Jesus. Begin to declare that restoration as you are taking it. Begin to declare it. My home is restored. My health is restored. My career is restored. My business is restored. My strength is restored. My glory is restored. Thing to serve the Lord, it is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. Walking in the light of God, it is a great thing.
begin to see you as a living wonder. Just before we close, I am not called a prophet by a title. I'm separated into the prophetic by election of grace. And God said to me, Behold, I've touched your tongue with the coal of fire. He said, From henceforth, as you say it, you will see it. That's why he keeps confirming every declaration made out of the realm of the spirit. Now, the good news is, is whatever you can believe from this book, as committed God's intended to confirm, whatever you believe of any prophetic declaration, God is committed to confirm. But you have to do the believing. No prophet can believe for you. Jesus could not believe for them in Nazareth. Nobody can believe for you. He marveled at the unbelief. They couldn't receive what he carried because they didn't believe it. He said, believe the Lord your God shall be established. Believe also his prophet and so shall ye prosper. Now, God asked to call this meeting a covenant day of restoration because that's what he wants to do. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, every word decreed over your life is decreed established. You will not miss your place in this revival. You will not just be a part of it, but be a partaker of the blessings thereof. Now, this your eyes will never see shame again. Wherever you have been rejected before, you will not be celebrated. Your health is declared totally restored today. And this week is declared your week of restoration order of testimony. And so shall it be. Rushing your testimonies to us online, we'll be glad to celebrate God with you. God has all the glory for every encounter you receive from this service. So share with us. We'll share with others. Others people's faith will rise and they'll get their testimonies and then you will have your own established and perfected in the name of Jesus Christ. Good news. Amen. By the grace of God, we have seen 12,000 320 new home cells planted this year. 12,320 new home cells. Come on, give the Lord praise, everybody. Say with me, God is not a joker. Say it loud. God is not a joker. He means what he says. And he says only what he means. This can only be God. For the provision of the houses, the supply of the ministers, God can only be the one. Amen. For every home that is 
hosting the ark of God in this church, whether old one or new one, may the blessings of the ark keep speaking loud in everyone's home. And so shall it be. Don't forget your operation by all means covenant soul winning targets where you had your list of eight people you desire to see Jesus touch and bring into the kingdom. Now keep investing prayers in prayers concerning them and asking God for the right approach to each of them and they will turn their lives over to Christ. This coming Sunday is our Operation Andrew Sunday and so the week is Operation Andrew week. We are on a hunt for souls for Jesus and next Sunday you are not coming alone. You are coming with your converts. Your converts will come with their converts. And they will come with their converts. That shall be your experience. May the fire ignited in you today remain there for life. Together, let's share the goodness of the Lord in fellowship. Welcome to 2021, your year of supernatural turnaround. Therefore, expect turnaround to become your new identity from henceforth. <laughs> 